This is Recovery Revolution Live. The episode that you're about to hear is live and unedited. If you're interested in watching the live stream, head over to facebook.com slash recoveryrevolution100. We record a new episode every Monday night starting at 7 p.m. Central Time. All right, what is going on, guys? It's Monday night, and it is time for another episode of Recovery Revolution Live. I'm your host, Brett, and I'm so excited episode it's going to be a fantastic one we have a great guest and we also have jr in the building which is another another fantastic surprise man it was kind of a last minute thing that he was like hey i want to jump in tonight and i was like absolutely man i can't wait to have you on the show so as you guys already know we also post the audio from the live stream as a podcast so if we have any kind of technical difficulties or another social media blackout you can listen to the audio only version uh just search for every revolution live in your favorite podcast player and you can get the audio from this or if you're like me where you spend a lot of time driving you can listen while you drive and not have that pesky video there. Uh, I also have another podcast called Recovery Survey that comes out every Wednesday. Uh, this week, I'm going to be having a guest named Amy Minhan, and uh, she talks about her struggles with um, an eating disorder and self-harm, and it's a, it's a fantastic episode. So if you're interested in that, please check both of those out. Uh, and without further ado, I'm going to bring on tonight's guest, and JR, and I've never done the three-person um, layout, so we'll see what happens. Oh, I don't want to be the big one. Um, <laughs> let me see if I can. Let me see if I can switch that up and not be the the. Oh, why is it making? I don't want to be the big one. I don't know how the big one. <laughs> That's better, I guess. Now I'm not the big one. Anyway, anyway, here is Abra from Real Recovery Film Festival. So excited to have you on tonight. Thank you for asking me. Thank you, Jr. And thank you, um, Brett, for having me on the show. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about our upcoming film festival. Absolutely. I'm so excited to hear more about it. I was looking at the lineup of some of the films you guys have, and I think I left a comment on your Facebook earlier talking about one of the films that I've I've had the pleasure of seeing. And, you know, I, there's just something about getting to see these different films, especially the ones that are more like documentary style that really show the grit and grime and just kind of the good and the bad of recovery. So I, I love that, that you guys are doing this and I, I, I want to hear more about the film festival. Thank you. What, what film did you see? Because I don't think I saw that. Um, on. Um, I'm, 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 why am I blanking on it? Cause I'm live. Um, the, the one with uh, Bobby Joe. Um, what is the name? Oh of yeah. Yeah. That, that's a, that's a really great one. We were, I was very happy to be able to get that film in this year. Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe under the influence. Yeah, yes, it's a fantastic yes, doctor. Her life is um, incredible. You know, it's a really one of those one of those absolute redemption stories of coming from like the worst, not the worst, but like coming from such a low place of like it says prostitute addict, um, and what is it? The tagline is prostitute addict saint sinner saint, and now she owns recovery homes. Um, and helps thousands of people, has helped thousands of people, and continues mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's she's definitely an inspirational lady and has an absolutely incredible story. And I'm excited to watch some of the other films that you also have included in this film festival. Uh, but but before we talk too much about the film festival, I'd love to kind of hear about your journey and recovery. What did it look like for you? Where did you come from? You know, kind of tell us, let, let the audience and us know, like, what, 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 what did your life look like, and and how did you get to where you are today? Uh, well, my what my life looked like. Um, I didn't really start drinking or using alcoholically till I was in my early forties. Um, prior to that, I guess you could say I, I, well, I didn't use drugs, but I, I, I could drink and stop. Uh, I was never a daily drinker. Uh, I might get I might get drunk and throw up and be miserable, but I often knew when to stop. And um, but I always had addictive uh, tendencies. Um, I've had an eating disorder my whole life that I continue to struggle with on and you know on and off. And uh, when I was in my early forties and married, so I I was married for 25 years. I got married very young. I have three children. 
And I was living in a very beautiful home with my three children, successful children going to private school, um, traveling all over the world and privately, uh, secretly an alcoholic, and then eventually, uh, you know, using, using hard drugs um, until I was outed and went to, a, went to a treatment center. You know, I live in LA in the Valley in the San Fernando Valley in Los Angeles. So I went to a treatment center out here and then I went to sober living and then I lived my, with my mom for a while, got divorced and um, have, have been not on my own, but for the first time in my life, uh, I, you know, about four years ago, I rented an apartment for the first time in my life. I um, bought a car for the first time on my own in my life. I, uh, you know, my, my life changed sometimes in the opposite way. Like I had a lot of outside stuff. I still have really nice outside stuff, but I had a lot of outside stuff and lost everything in, on the inside. You know, it was just a shell. And now I've rebuilt the insides and have a little less on the outside, but that's okay. Yeah, and it's, it, it is amazing to recover just some of those milestones that we hit, you know, like buying our first car or, or things like that, that, that I think a lot of people just take for granted as just kind of a normal run-of-the-mill thing. But, but it's such a big accomplishment for those of us that are, that are in recovery um, I'd love to hear more about how you got involved in the film festival and do you have a background in the film industry or, or is this kind of a new endeavor for you? This is a totally new endeavor. Um, you know, I met Leonard Bouchelle, who's the, uh, who's the founder and director of the film festival. I met him in a meeting. He's also in recovery many, many years, 27. Wow. And, and we went to the same meeting, uh, I have a little over five and a half years. So, and I've been working with Leonard over four, about um, a little over four years. So when I met him, I, you know, I had over a year of sobriety uh, and was, you know, just looking for a job that paid. I had been doing volunteer work that I enjoyed, but I decided that it was time to grow up a little bit. And I was talking about how I was looking for a job and he needed someone to work in the office. And, um, you know, I knew it was a film festival. It sounded really incredible and like in a really incredible opportunity. But my initial experience was like, oh, I'm just going to be sort of handling the office stuff. You know, I, I'm not going to be doing too much else. And then I was watching uh, films and deciding on the films. We're an exhibition film festival, not an awards festival. So, you know, I don't think that the bar is as high for, for I mean, we choose really great films, but it's basically the, Leonard and I are the judges because there are no, there's no awards. It's just an exhibition. Mm -hmm. So the opportunity to show their, for people to show their films and maybe in a, um, maybe we might be the only film festival that is the right genre for their film. Mm -hmm. So I, I just, I, you know, I watched films and when the time came to schedule the film festival, which was in person, you know, we've been in person every year until 2020. And this year we decided to continue to be virtual because it just made more sense. The, um, you know, we, the world is just too um, uncertain. Mm -hmm. You know, COVID, it's, it makes it too uncertain. So we decided to stay virtual. And, but prior to that, we were in person. So I ended up scheduling the film festival my first year and, and not knowing what I was doing, but, you know, listening to Leonard, following direction. And I had no idea that's what I was going to be doing, but it, it came to pass and that's what I did. And I scheduled the film festival and it went well. Uh, and it's great meeting the filmmakers. That's one of the things I miss is not being able to meet them because we would always schedule the filmmakers if we could to speak after their film or we'd have a, um, a professional come and speak after a film. Some of them can be triggering or if not triggering, they bring up, uh, they bring up topics you know, to talk about and we would have a professional or Leonard or I would have the 
the audience and I would talk about it or the audience and the filmmakers would talk about the film. And so schedule, you know, that was initially was scheduling the films, the filmmakers and an event. It's an event. It was it's a seven day event that we did in Los Angeles and New York, uh, Los Angeles for seven years and New York, it would have been eight years. Wow, that's really incredible. And and like you said, I, I'm not aware of any other space where recovery films have have that stage and can be presented in that way. You know, like you said, it, it it's kind of its own category. Yeah, it is. I, I think recovery has gotten to be a very big issue, probably a lot due to the uh, you know drug epidemic, the opioid epidemic. Um, the visibility, but also the visibility of the problem, but also the visibility of the solution now with so many people coming out publicly as being sober, mm -hmm. you know, so coming out publicly uh, with their stories of recovery, but also their stories of addiction. So because we have more of that in the, um, in the news and in the public eye and magazines and, you know, People Magazine or the New York Times or the New Yorker, um, then it, it's a lot more acceptable. And I'm sure some of the films, we also have a lot of films that deal with mental illness. So it's not all addiction and recovery because so often people use drugs as a way to self-medicate and more and more treatment centers deal with, they don't just deal with addiction. They don't just deal with alcoholism. They also deal with trauma, um, co-occurring disorders. So I don't think that you can necessarily separate that out. And, uh, and also the other addictions that there are, so it could be sex addiction or gambling. We're, we're open to all of that. We're open to all addictions, mm -hmm. whatever you, whatever you can't stop doing, send us a film about it. I love that. I love that. That's absolutely amazing. And, and just the approach of, of whatever the addiction is is in my, in my experience, it doesn't matter what the, what the substance is that we use to try to fill that void. You know, it's, it's the same kind of behaviors. We have the same, the same uh, thought processes and stuff and like the obsession and compulsion. And, it, and really at the end of the day, it's all the same. It doesn't really matter what the, what it is that we're using to, to try to numb that pain or fill the void. No, we have a film this year about smoking. Um, social films about social media or digital addiction, which is, you know, more and more people are suffering from this attachment to things because of COVID, you know, it hasn't, it hasn't necessarily helped. People are in front of their screens more and more television, their phones. Um, and it can create, it creates a lot of discomfort too, that, we seek out other things to fill the void with. So yeah, absolutely. It doesn't really matter what the substance or behavior is. It even hits the same, you know, centers in your brain, whether you're squirreling or, you know, smoking a joint or drinking to different extents, but it does, it hits those dopamine receptors. JR, you've been kind of quiet, man. Very quiet. I mean, I, I love what you guys are doing. You, you, you're putting uh, addiction and recovery on, on the front page. I mean, you guys have such a great reach. I mean, people people go to the movies. People watch movies. I mean, I mean, I, I haven't seen the lineup of what you guys got coming up, coming out uh, next week, next uh, on the fifth. But on the fifth, you know, yeah. But you know, I'm excited. I mean, we're gonna binge watch. <laughs> You can. You can watch any film at any time. I mean, it's, I, um, yeah, it's not set up like a. Um, it's one of the downsides of um, this format is that I just keep looking at myself. So, like, I'm fixing my. It. <laughs> Never, well, all right. I'm going to just leave it alone. Keep my hands. Like, sit. I'm going to sit on my hands. As long, long as Brett doesn't start doing it, we'll be, we'll be okay. <laughs> okay. Start combing his beard. Yeah. Right, right. 
Yeah, but I, love, I love what you guys do. I love your platform. I mean, when I, when I first Thank read you. about it, that's when I reached out to uh, your Instagram page. And I was like, you know, I would love to get you guys on our podcast. And, and, well, thank you so and, much and, for doing that. Share your mission with the world. I mean, your your purpose is, is that's amazing stuff right there. Well, I mean, I wish Leonard could have been here today. I, I, I would love to have picked his brain. Well, yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's going to be on another um, – He's doing another talk later on today. So, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I appreciate you having me on. You know, I haven't been doing this as long and I, I didn't, I'm not the brainchild, so to speak, of the operation, but uh, I do put my heart and soul into it. You know, it combines two things that I love, which is film and recovery. Right. Yeah. Uh, and we have close to 80 films, you know. Um, I'd say the majority of them are shorts. We have a lot of uh, narrative shorts, like fiction. You know, we have a lot of, um, they're almost like TV shows. And we have some quite a few documentaries as well and a couple of um, feature films, you know, feature narrative films. And you can watch any of them at any time. It's not in like a real-time film festival format. Okay have to catch something at a particular time you can log in you once you're registered you can log in and you can pick a film and watch it and you can watch you know you can just pick and choose you okay. you, you don't have to show up at any particular time right can you post a link in the comments just just for yeah I, I was about to ask for clarification <laughs> where where they sign where we can sign up to uh, to view the films I can do that right yeah of course Okay. All right. I will do that. Um, talk amongst yourselves. No, I, I'll, I'll do that. It's on it's Film Festival Flix platform, which is this great platform that's available on, um, you can watch it on like Roku and Apple. Uh, you just have to register first and then follow the directions for how to do stuff like that. Um, or you can definitely watch it online. Um, stream it to your television. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. So that's the ticket link. It says purchase tickets, but we have a wonderful ticket sponsor this year, therecoveryshop.com. I don't know if you guys have ever ordered chips or books or anything from there. They're out of West Virginia. So they're one of our, they're our ticket sponsor. Uh, you know, we, we are so grateful for our wonderful sponsors this year. Since we don't really sell tickets, we, we get, uh, we're able to do this. We're able to have this wonderful festival and share these filmmakers works with the world through our sponsors, like the guest house in Ocala, um, trauma and beyond a couple local places here, trauma and beyond center, Westwind recovery, um, centerline billing and sober.com uh, and also one of the films this year this wonderful film our american family which is uh out of philadelphia in fact it sold out the philadelphia film festival and another film festival in philadelphia oh, wow. uh, this past week so their 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 film sold out and it's um this amazing documentary about a family and they uh Two of the kids have had issues, drug issues, um, and one of them not. But they they brought the camera crew into this these people's homes for a year, and it's like a fly on the wall. It, it's it's an amazing um, kind of like an experiment, but it was it's a it it came out. It's great. It's really. Like to to watch a family going through all of the stuff they go through related to addiction and just related to being a family, right, is uh, a brilliant. And Hallie Edelman, who uh, produced and directed the film, is uh, wonderful. She's just been great to talk to, and she's a big supporter of the festival, and we're really grateful for her sponsorship. Okay, and the uh, the Russell Brand one, I'm excited about that one. He's one of my favorite actors. Yeah, he's great. You know, he's really moved into the recovery space over the past few years and been in these different films. And he and Gabor Mate are in this, uh, you know, wonderful 
very fascinating film. And Dr. Gabor Mate is the author of many books, you know, but one of them was um, In the Realm of Hungry Ghosts, which was uh, maybe not the first book, but it was one of the first places that I read about the um, correlation between childhood trauma and addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and and that film is not to be missed, really. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know that's uh, one of the main underlying reasons for uh, so many people's addiction. That uh, then they call it adverse childhood experience, and it leads to trauma, leads to you know substance use. Yeah, so I, that, that would be a great movie to watch. Yeah, I mean, I've heard it said that um, not all uh, victims of trauma, not people, not not everyone who suffered trauma becomes an addict or alcoholic. But everyone who suffers from addiction has had childhood trauma. And for the people that are asking, the link is in the comments. And I also have it down here at the bottom of the screen. But it'd be it's probably a little easier to do a little copy and paste action over there in the comments. And I'll I'll continue yeah. to post that every every few minutes as it disappears because I know sometimes it can be hard to track things down as the comments come in. So um I'll keep posting that, but I see Yusuf from Egypt was asking for the link. Um, welcome to the to the live stream from Egypt, man. That's uh, that's incredible. Yeah. So sorry, sorry for my interruption, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Brands yeah. going global. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. And we have films from around the world as well. And last year we had uh, viewers from around the world. It was very exciting. It's something you really don't get when you're at an in-person festival. So we love that the we love that the reach is um, so much greater through a virtual space. I know we just finished up uh, our uh, recovery challenge in sept- uh, September recovery month. And we had uh, submissions from all over the world. I mean, Korea, Egypt, Poland, yeah, England. Yeah, it was, it's amazing to see that. I mean, recovery is everywhere. But you got to think that it, Addictions all over the world, and recovery's got to be there battling right next to it. So that's right. That's right. It is. Yeah, we have um, we have a couple films from Israel, which is great. We have a couple films from um, they're Assamese, which is uh, part of India. Um, Canada. But, you know, we have, a, we have a lot of films this year from the U.S., but um, other ones, other ones as well, you know, all over the, I feel like I should have it memorized, but, you know, it's, sometimes you just can't. Yeah. Um, My memory sucks. <laughs> we, yeah, I mean, we have, we have a couple films from Iran, Hungary. New Zealand, Israel, like I said, Poland, you mentioned, we have films from all over the world. And so we're excited for those people to uh, share the ticket link. And so we can have viewers from all over the world as well. Yeah, I would be curious to know what what's the selection process like or all the films that are in this year's festival are those all films that have come out in the last year or do you have a mix of, of, of some older films or what does the whole process look like? Uh, well, we, we take submissions through a, um, through a website called film freeway, which I think is what all film festivals use. Maybe not if you're Sundance, but you know, basically most, most film festivals use that. And uh, we just cho- pick and choose from there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and then we also have people who know us from over the years, and we'll just reach out and and send films. You know, okay, I know what you guys do. I love what you do. Can I send you my film? It's about this or that. And as long as it's within, you know, as long as it's within the 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 genre, which is you know fairly broad at this point, and it's good, <laughs> um, and honest. And not uh, doesn't like make fun or patronize addiction or mental health, and it's not prurient, you know. Then we we choose it, and 
you know, if something comes in and like the sound isn't great or whatever, I'll talk to the filmmaker and say, look, if you can punch this up, we'll take your film. Like, I don't want, we don't want to turn people away. I don't want to turn people away. People who are coming from their heart with their film. I don't. And that's what most of our filmmakers are. They're really coming from their heart. If they're not in recovery themselves, they've lost a family member or a friend or yeah, it's close to their heart. They're not just making a film to make a film. Mm -hmm. Right. This is a subject that's very close to their heart. And it comes out in the filmmaking. All right, JR. So when are we doing the Recovery Revolution uh, documentary? <laughs> it's 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 on the uh, it's on the uh, it's on the list, man. Nice, nice, <laughs> awesome. Well, so yeah, go ahead, um, go ahead, JR. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, the writers and treatment thing you got going on? Is that is that for just people in recovery writing or? Well, Writers in Treatment was also started by Leonard um, about 13 years ago. And at the time, uh, the idea was to raise money to send writers, any writer, you know, whether it was the screenwriting or novels or whatever, uh, and help them to get recovery because, you know, there are a lot of, there are a lot of writers I don't know. I don't want to say there are a lot of writers who are alcoholics or whatever, but there is sort of a, um, there's a history. There's like a historical perspective of, of writers like Hemingway. And um, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to pass on that because I'll just, I'll just move past that. And <laughs> I may not know what I'm talking about. Uh, so he wanted to help put writers into recovery, into uh, treatment centers and started the film festival as a way to uh, fund that, you know, as a fundraiser for it. But eventually, um, uh, eventually we still, eventually the uh, writers and treatment in the film, film festival were no longer a nonprofit. We might help refer people into treatment, but we don't, and pay for them occasionally, but we're not using the writers and treatment or the film festival to do that necessarily anymore but writers and treatment does um produce or is does is the entity that all of our other things come out of so the writers and treatment we do a yearly award show that gives an award to a sober celebrity who's written a memoir about their journey from uh, addiction to sobriety or addiction to recovery and um Writers and treatment. There, we're, that is just the uh, like the over overarching um, entity that uh, the Experience, Strength, and Hope Awards come from, and the film festival comes from. Okay. Awesome. I'll throw this out there for everybody that's watching live as well. As always, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to yeah please feel free to put those in the comments. We can put those up on the screen and, uh, and get some answers for you. So if you have any questions, please, please put those in the comments. I'm just excited to start binging some, some recovery films. Well, it starts um, midnight, November 5th. So if you're, if you like to stay up late, <laughs> can start watching midnight on November 5th. And how long? How long will the films be available for us to watch on on the online platform? Until November 11, till okay. like midnight of November 11 or 11:59, November 11. So you got a uh, seven days. Okay. Because okay. that's what our film, that's what our in-person film festival was, was seven days. Okay, we'll we'll pin the post on top of our page until the end. Awesome. Thank you. My, I, I have a, I have a question. It's kind of a, a side question i guess but are, are you guys gonna continue to do the online platform going forward despite you know even hopefully once covid is a distant memory will you guys continue to do it online or both or what what's the plan there something to really think about uh i think it'd be great to be able to do both you know the online platform is available all year so we have the capability to show films throughout the year and do like pop-up festivals online. Um, but, you know, we're gonna, 
we'll be discussing that in, you know, in as time goes by. But I, I think it it's doable. It's definitely uh, it's definitely doable to do a hybrid festival. Um, is a possibility to ma to maintain the um, the virtual aspect. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Because I don't, I don't know that I can necessarily make it to LA every time for the film festival. But having that option of being able to watch it at home is is really incredible, and and it's awesome that you guys are continuing to have the festival despite you know the current situation and and the state of the world and everybody with the uncertainty and whatnot. I mean, I don't want to harp on COVID too much because I feel like any news channel you turn to or anything you listen to, it's all mm -hmm. about COVID. So I don't really want to talk about it any more than we have to, because it's just like, yeah, it's sure. everywhere. Yeah. We, we, we know what's going on, you know? <laughs> right. Yes, for sure. No, I, last year when we were getting ready, you know, we already had films. So 2020, we, by, by March, even we already had films. We already had put, you know, we were getting ready to get the to rent theaters, and you know, quickly there were we saw that there were platforms to do the festival online, and I just I know Leonard felt the same way, but just didn't want to at the very least let down the filmmakers, you know, and the viewers as well, but. Um, the filmmakers who've worked so hard on their films and um, want to get them shown. Mm. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine the amount of work that it takes to produce a short film or a feature length film. I mean, I feel like just doing a podcast alone is like insanely <laughs> time intensive. So I, I can't even begin to imagine what, you know, all the different aspects of that. I know I, I took a 41 second, uh, video, cell phone video the other day and edited it down to 33 seconds and put titles on it. Took me over an hour. Like, <laughs> I said, I said, <laughs> like took me probably an hour and a half to, to do that. So no, I cannot imagine what it's like to make a film, edit it, put titles on, music, sound, all of that. I can't imagine. But I admire all those, those um, men and women who do it people who do it hey brett yeah i mean I, i've asked I was, I was talking to abra about it but uh i kind of want to stream some of the uh the movies to the page is there any way we can arrange that i mean because she has some short documentaries i believe and yeah and short films yes yeah, if, if she can send me the actual files, there's an option through the StreamYard platform where we can, uh, I think they call it, I can't remember the exact uh, phrasing of it, but you can you can set a premiere and, and stream a pre-recorded video. Okay. Was that Would that be something we could do? I yeah. Mean, I'll, I would love to get the work out to the masses. I will talk to Leonard and I have to get the okay from the filmmaker. So okay. that's that's the important part is just run it by Leonard, see what he thinks, and then uh, I have to get the okay from the filmmaker. Okay. Um, and frequently they're very, you know, a lot of the filmmakers of shorts and stuff, they're very happy to get their films seen by as many people as possible. Right. Especially if it's like a one-time showing, mm. you know. Yeah, and that's definitely something we could do where we could do the live viewing and then we could not have it stay on the Facebook page, but it would be similar to this where we could have the comments open. So it, we could chat along as we're watching the, the film, which I think would be a pretty cool feature to have. Um, yeah. Or you could keep it on the, your, your Facebook page for a, a day or something right, right. a week or whatever. I, you know, just like it's, it's, it's up to the filmmaker there. Yeah. Okay. I like where your head's at, Jr. Good thinking, man. This, I'm always thinking, man. Always you, thinking. Jr. is the brains behind the operation. <laughs> Does someone have a bird? No, that's a doggy tree. Uh, doggy. Oh, a squeaky for the dog. Squeaky, uh, <laughs> that's, that's Maxwell Smith. I, he, I'm sure he's got some fans in the audience. He's very cute. I saw his cute little yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, Max Wilson. <laughs> and I'm surprised nobody's uh nobody's asking any questions. Nicole just said JR. That's not really a question though. <laughs> that's that's Nicole from Favor Myrtle Beach. She's part of the uh, mobilized recovery. She's this part on. She's on the South Carolina team, but they they all got together when I wasn't around. I, I'm still holding that against her and Mike Todd and uh, <laughs> Gregory <laughs> and Aaron. So what's uh what's on the uh, agenda for 2022? Are you guys aren't even looking that far ahead? Not yet. No. Yeah, I know. You're just glad to get this one over, huh? Well, I mean, not to get it over, but yeah, we're just we're we're trying to try and stay present. Uh, we do have another event planned. You know, I mentioned the Experience, Strength, and Hope Awards. Uh, we have we are doing it December fifteenth. It's in LA. It's in person at the Skirball Cultural Center. Um, we normally have about three hundred people because of COVID. We're going to make it a little bit. Smaller, probably between, and we're, we're selling tickets for it. Like I said, we give a, um, an award to a sober celebrity who has written a memoir about their journey, including their journey from addiction to sobriety or recovery. And um, last year we had to cancel or postpone. And so this year we have two recipients. One of them is Lee Steinberg, who is- Lee Steinberg, super agent. Super agently Steinberg, yeah. exactly. And the other one is Courtney Friel, who is a was a Fox newscaster and now is on KTLA in Los Angeles. But she's a newscaster reporter, and they've both written books. Uh, Courtney's came out, I think, last year. Um, from what is it? From breaking news to kicking booze. Yeah, from breaking news to kicking. I love that title. Yeah, I think it was like live at 10 from breaking news to kicking booze. Um, and then uh, Lee's, I don't remember the name of Lee's uh, book, but he's hes actually written a couple of them. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a dinner, a sit-down dinner. Um, we have a, uh, you know, I can, I can give you a link to the Writers and Treatment page, which has information about some of our other events. Okay. And we can post that. And if anybody's in the LA area and is interested in getting tickets, they, they will be available. Mm-hmm. Or they are available on brown paper tickets. I remember uh, 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 Lee, he was like, he was nailing every, it was, he was, he was, he was landing every major sports figure wanted uh, him as their agent. Oh, he's so, still. The longest time. He dominated the Marm like This guy's, he's, He's, I can't believe he had, he had a story behind that. I never would have expected that. I know. I know. Crazy story. He, yeah. Yeah. Really. And sweetest guy. Really great. Um, do, before I could put a link in, can you give me open a box or whatever? Because I don't see where I can put. Uh, a- I didn't, I didn't change any settings. So I'm not sure oh, why. No, no, I got it. I got it. Okay, perfect. I was about to check. I had to put it in the private chat. Um. So, yeah. So that that's we we keep busy. We got our little recovery media, or our recovery media. Um. Can't think of can't think of a word for it, but we. (laughs) Um. We. That, that we do so what what uh what were some of the biggest uh movies that came through the real recovery film festival well we will show feature films um but you know that's just those are films that we we show uh in leonard's first year actually he showed permanent midnight the film um written by jerry stahl with ben stiller and they did a Q&A after the film. Oh, did they? Yes, yes. But, you know, we have all, you know, we showed Rocket Man a couple years ago. Oh, one of the biggest ones was the Eric Clapton film, Life in, 
A life in 12 bars. Life in 12 bars. 10 bars. Life. It, yes. And we had that. It was sponsored by, you know, he has the, um, I'm going to try. He has a recovery center on an island. Antigua. Oh my gosh. Thank God for Google. Anyway, <laughs> we showed their, showed their film. Uh, Crossroads Antigua. Yes. Crossroads Antigua. He has a 12-step treatment center in, um, in Antigua called Crossroads Antigua. It's, um, it's uh, all, um, it's, it's like, um, it's nonprofit. It's a nonprofit. So people go there and they don't have to pay or they pay very little. So he does it to give back to the community. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, the film was amazing. You know, his, his, his story is uh, incredible. He's, it, it, we were very, uh, it was very cool to have that film and to have the representatives of Crossroads Antigua come with it. That was a few years ago in New York. All right, I have a qu I have a question for you. I saw on the website that you guys used to have the film festival in Denton, Texas. Are there any plans to bring it back? Because that's not we, too far from me. We've <laughs> well, you know, Brett. If you, we can take the film festival wherever. You know, we just need a partner. So if you wanna, you wanna get some people together and uh, go have these. <laughs> You know, you, we, you just got to get sponsors and uh, a location, and we can bring the festival to you. You know, it's it, we once thing once we can travel, we can travel with it, um, and that's how we wound up around the country is partnering with different either treatment centers or other people. So Leonard's been I've been in LA and New York. But Leonard has been everywhere, including doing a pop-up festival in London, and he also was in Vancouver, Canada. So the mm. festival has been around. Okay. So any any RCO could just partner up with you and absolutely, say, yeah, okay. yeah, partner up with us either that or um, you know pay us to do the festival. We mm -hmm. have we have um, yeah we have ways. To, there's always ways to make things work. Okay. Okay. Cause, cause our 501 C3 was, uh, was just approved. So oh, fantastic. <laughs> I'm hoping to get some federal funding. <laughs> that's good. Good luck and congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that that's great. And I was thinking either Denton or Charleston, but I'm probably leaning <laughs> to, <laughs> I'll fly you over. Brett. Denton, right. the Charleston's <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, so, um, we had, we had been in talks with people to go back to Texas, but, uh, LA and New York is, uh, seven days in LA, seven days in New York. Uh, it's, a uh, that's, that takes a, a lot of time and effort, but, and also Denver, Leonard's done a couple days in Denver for the past few years. We, we, um, partner with, um, Beyond Betty there. But these past two years, it feels like everything had, it feels like all of that is like, a you know, was almost a different lifetime. And yeah. it's just been great. It's been great over the past couple months to be able to go back to in-person events. We were just at a conference in La Quinta, California, uh, where we were, you know, finally got to like rub shoulders with people and see people in the um, treatment industry, not the film industry. Um, that would be fun too, but uh, we we work with a lot of people in the treatment industry, and it was great to be around people again. Okay, so you've been with them for what did you say five, seven years? No, four years. I'm I'm five and a half years sober. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, a, a little bit more than that, and I've been with Leonard for almost four and a half years. Okay. Yeah. yeah he seems like a great guy. Oh yes, he is. He is a great guy. He is very devoted, very uh, passionate about recovery. Um, very passionate about what's going on um, in the country right now. You know, we also have an online news bulletin called the Addiction Recovery News Bull e Bulletin. 
addiction recovery e-bulletin that goes out every Tuesday and Friday. That's why I say we're like a media, uh, like a recovery media company um, because we, <clears throat> we have these, you know, we have the events that we do and um, the online newsletter that goes out every, every week, twice a week that I've just put a link in for as well. And um, the film festival and all, all recovery related. So that's a lot of what Leonard's focuses on, um, on the e-bulletin. You know, we, we spend some time, he spends a lot of his time getting, you know, looking for news stories for the e-bulletin. It's a great uh, sort of like one-stop shopping for industry, not just industry news, but uh, celebrity sobriety, um, drug policy, uh, and uplifting recovery stories all in okay. one place. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I, think I'm on, I think I'm on the page, but I haven't really investigated it yet. Yeah, it'll come out tomorrow. Um, and you, yeah, it's a new issue every Tuesday. We put all new stories on every Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any plans to have a recovery podcast festival? <laughs> I'm not sure how that would work. If, <laughs> I... I I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that would work. You guys make a film. Make a short film and we can work with that. You know, even if it's just your stories, you know, if, even if it's just sharing this, the stories, you already got the little, you, you've already got the, um, the uh, Zoom, not Zoom, but you already got the format where you can see people. So, you know, just, um, Anybody, anybody with um, a cell phone and a little bit, uh, an iMovie, I think on their Apple, or I'm sure there are other ways to edit a little bit, can make a film. Maybe not a great film, but you can make a film. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. our next next thing on our list, Brett. I'm going to have to do <laughs> some more research, man. I can put together a pretty mean slideshow, but I don't know about a, about a film. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit. You'd be surprised what you can do just by looking at YouTube videos and sitting in front of the computer for hours <laughs> <laughs> until you get it, you know? I believe it. That's that's how the podcast started. That's how the live stream started. JR asked me to do this, and I was like, I don't even know how to do it. And here yeah. we are. And here we are, what, like two months later? Two months later, <laughs> rocking and rolling. Yes, sir. Yeah, believe me, I didn't know how we were going to get the film festival virtual. And then last year, they did most of the stuff for us. They did like everything. I didn't have to do anything. This year, I had to learn WordPress um, to put photos and you know put the text up and move things around. I'm trying to learn a little bit about SEO too. So you know, there's like constantly changing learning curves going on, and I'm grateful for it. Um, I'm grateful for the things I've learned that I don't think I would have learned if not for COVID. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. Definitely, definitely. I'm looking. Still no com. Or still no questions in the comments. That's kind of surprising. Well, I'm going to really try hard not to take it personally. <laughs> you guys with asking questions. I don't know. So, so how would, say, a, a sober author approach someone to look at his book for a possible movie or screenplay? Or Oh, that I don't know. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Um, so you want to option your book? You want For to me? See no, no, not me, but I'm sure <laughs> we, we do a lot of sober authors and I know that's the question that's on someone like Jeff Vickers is saying, Hey, I'm going to get, I want to make my book a movie. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But like, I, I think you can find out just about anything on through online. And then um, hire people. You know, you ask around. 
Uh, Leonard wrote a book and his book is going to be published soon. His book is called Hi, uh, Confessions of an Ex-Cannabis Addict. Um, and he's been researching and everything to get it published as well. So it's just a lot of legwork, even if it's with your fingers on the computer. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. If, and if Jeff is interested in that, which I'm surprised that he's also not in the comments right now, which is very surprising. I feel like he's on every episode. I do know at least one recovery documentary filmmaker if he's interested i might be able to hook him up with that um just throwing that out there silver slogans that's right i'm trying to find um try to find the name of that film it was from i think it was from 2020 was when it came out what is the name Star of it is born no um it was an actual documentary. Oh, okay. Sorry, that's why I'm looking down. I'm scrolling on my phone trying to find. Oh, where is it at? Man. Um, too far. Let's go the other direction. You can't ever find anything when you're looking for it, man. <laughs> that's why. That's why I like to do the podcast because it's not live. There we go. Uh, never be done. The Richard Glenn Lett story. I don't know that one. Yeah, that was, I think that was twenty. Yeah, that was twenty twenty. Um, he's a, a a comedian from Canada, and it follows his journey. The, they actually started the film. I think they were filming it based on his comedy career, and then his life kind of spirals out of control, and then they end up following him through him losing his house and and wow. going to rehab. And it, it's a really interesting documentary. Okay. Uh, it sounds fascinating, but it's, I, I don't know how I'm surprised that I never um, heard of it. Um, Sorry, that was kind of a, a side tangent there. <laughs> no, okay. I, so, so, so who are some of the, uh, the celebrities that you have actually met doing uh, this? I met Russell Brand. Um, awesome. I bet well, he, is he as funny in person as he is on screen? He's very, he's, he's very warm and funny. Yes, he is. Yeah. yeah he's <laughs> I only met him once. So, but well, I've, I've actually seen him a couple of times. Um, who else have I met? You know, uh, at the experience strength and hope awards, I've met other people there more so than the film festival. Um, but like Joanna Cassidy and she's not sober. She's just a friend of the, she's not an alcoholic. Okay. Never mind. She's, not, she's just a friend. Like she's, I'm, I, it's not like I'm, but not everybody is, I'm not bust, trying to bust anyone's anonymity. She's just a friend of Leonard's. Okay. Um, uh, also uh, Ed Begley Jr. Um, Alonzo Bowden is a fantastic comedian. He's um, Mackenzie Phillips. I've met. Who else? Um, yeah, a few other, you know, now I, I kind of now want to be careful what I say, whether somebody's okay, like, it's, it's I'm trying to like balance in my head. Is that person out? Is that not? So, you know, even if they've been photographed at something, I like, especially, you know, I'm at, well, break my anonymity, but I'm, I'm in a 12 step program and trying to walk a thin line right here, but I've met a few celebrities, not tons. You know, but definitely some, and it's um, they're just they're just like us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've all been to uh, the gates of hell. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, that's true. So it's not longer than an hour, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. I mean, I mean, we've had we've gone two hours if if needed. <laughs> I'm, I'm like at 31% battery and my, my sponsee is going to call me in a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've like three sponsee calls calls coming in in the next hour. Or so okay. sure you guys, guys kind of know what that's like, right? Yeah. 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 So. Um, okay. Well, no, this was, this was great. And I don't know if maybe if you, 
maybe Leonard would come on for his book or the, yeah, if you, or for the um, you know, our award show and to talk about writers and treatment. He has a font of not just wisdom, but information about, uh, you know, how, how and why he started the film festival and writers and treatment in the first place. And the origin story is, something you definitely should have on your podcast because it's fascinating. Definitely. I read his, I read a little bit about him on, on uh, the Huffington Post article. And that right, was, uh, right. I was like, that's, that was, that would catch your eye. Catch yeah, your for eye. sure. For sure. Yeah. So you'll have to get him on here too and he can fill in the rest. Yeah, I've been blowing up his text box today. <laughs> okay, great. Good, good, good. Good, uh, terrific. Um, Brett, you got anything else? I think she answered all my questions. I'm, I'm still, still a little hurt that she's not really taken off with this idea of the, the and recovery the, podcast festival, well, but you know, that's okay. You know, and the, and the Denton, Texas thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe one day we'll find a sponsor down here in Texas that wants to, uh, to host a film festival. You know, we have some pretty good barbecue. <laughs> Oh yeah, it doesn't have to be for for a week, you know. It can be for a couple days. And I think Brett said last week he's got a couch available, so I can, do. Yeah, yeah. You can host people over yeah, his house. Big screen TV. Yeah, yeah. We can watch in the living room, and you can crash on the couch. It'll Thanks be great. Much. I I do. I did at the beginning of COVID. I bought an old popcorn machine from a movie theater, so I have movie theater popcorn available. So it's kind of like a movie theater. That's gonna throw that out there. I will, I, will, I will absolutely keep that in mind. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed it, Albert. Yeah, me too. I really enjoyed it. It's, it's nice to meet you face to face. Yeah, definitely, definitely. This in, this weird face to face that we have, but this is so pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Our our like screen, our two dimensional face to face. Um. Yeah, it's really great to to meet you in person and um, look forward to seeing this and to seeing your other podcasts. Okay. Yeah, and yours too. I'm going to um, look into catching those. Oh, yeah, and you. Um, you guys definitely, if you haven't registered already, register for the film festival and, you know, please share it. Oh, I will. Definitely. I know you have been. I know you have been, RJ. I really appreciate it. I'll go ahead and throw that link in the comments again if anybody's joining us kind of late or doesn't feel like scrolling. So that's in the comments again if you're interested in that. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to binge a bunch of recovery content. I'm I'm going to have to put like a reminder. Well, it's going to be all over the Facebook page, but I'm still going to put a reminder on my phone. Maybe take okay. a day off of work. Great. Okay. That sounds great. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Appreciate the devotion. Absolutely. I'm, I'm anything recovery. It's like, I don't know. I, I'm all about recovery. That's basically my life now. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all for it. Great. That's great. That's great. And I like your shirt too. I can see it says stay humble. That's a oh, good reminder. You. Looks like a brand new shirt there, buddy. It's not, it's not the, if you could see the back of it, it's all worn and for whatever reason, the front print is still nice, but the back is not so nice. Just making sure you didn't expense it to uh, your your account. <laughs> still haven't gotten that information yet. It's in the mail. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, it's actually it's from a uh, recovery uh, recovery apparel company. Um, I'll give a shout out to Jackson at the Stay Humble. Um, they humble clothing line. They do, uh, I think a portion of their proceeds go to, um, recovery centers or rehabs. I can't remember the specifics, so don't quote me on that, but I think part of their profits go to, to some kind of addiction recovery treatment center of some sort. Okay. Post the link, okay. man. Cool. Thank you. A shout out. Yeah, All for right. sure. You guys, this was awesome. Um, and I thank you so much for inviting me on. I really appreciate it. And uh, when you, you're going to post it on your Facebook page, so I, then I can share it. 
It, it'll be on the Facebook page when the live ends within a few okay. minutes. Great. Then I'm going to share it too. And our, uh, we'll be, we'll be sharing it on the film festival. And I, I really appreciate it. This opportunity to talk about the film festival with you guys. Well, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good night. Thanks. You too. You guys Brett, take you want to take us out with your new tagline. I haven't come up with a tagline yet. And I feel like I say that at the end of every episode, I'm like, I need to come up with a tagline and then the live ends. And then that thought is just gone. You were talking about being forgetful. The show ends and then I don't even think about a tagline. Um, but at some point I will come up. Maybe okay. you should, you're the, you're the author. You're the writer. Maybe you should write me a tagline. Yeah, I can do that. Something clever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway guys thank you for tuning into recovery revolution live we're here every monday night starting at 7 p.m central time different guests different recovery uh topics and whatnot so please tune in next week for another episode of recovery revolution live thank you thank you